The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, Shane Hannan from Off the Ball is with me to preview the weekend sport and uh, also to look back on uh, the announcement that Andy Farrell will be uh, leading the Lions. Uh, the first thing I thought of, will he pick his own boy? <laughs> Owen Farrell, yeah, that's the, that's the question. Well, certainly yesterday he said, I'm going to pick on form. Now, I didn't reference his son by name, but he was asked about Owen Farrell. Uh, Owen Farrell, of course, uh, won't be playing his rugby in England as well, but there's precedent there to pick players who have been playing abroad. Finn Russell was one of them in the last Lions tour. Uh, so if Owen Farrell is in form and if he wants to continue playing rugby uh, with the Lions, I think he'll be picked. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting whether Paul O'Connell uh, follows him as well into the ticket. Ronan O'Gara, who was chatting to us this morning, is very much interested in the ticket. Hasn't got okay. the call yet. Uh, but certainly we, we, it remains to be seen who's going to be on that ticket. But anyway, he will it. remain the Ireland uh, manager but or coach, but he will take a sabbatical for the duration of the run-up and the tour itself. Exactly. He'll leave after the November internationals. Simon Easterby, of course, is there to, to hold the reins at Ireland for the Six Nations next year as well. So yeah, he'll take, he'll take a sabbatical, but it's, it's, a, it's a massive, massive career achievement for Andy Farrell sure. as well. So looking forward to that one. All right, uh, let's talk rugby. What's happening this weekend? Yeah, well, we've got two live commentary games uh, on uh, Off the Ball and News Talk tomorrow afternoon. Connacht travelling to take on Leon in Group A in the Champions Cup. A team, Connacht, who just cannot win, win us in their last six. Their Champions Cup campaign did not get off to uh, a yeah. good start. Bordeaux and Saracens in their opening two games. Pete Wilkins will be wondering what's happening. They're a real curious egg, aren't they? They are. It's hard to work them out. And then all of a sudden, they could go to Leon tomorrow and, and maybe get a result given that they need it. That's a one o'clock game. At 3.15, then you have Toulon against Munster. Um, I can the Joey Carberry news kind of dominated things from Munster's yeah. perspective this week and Toulon not going to be an easy place to go especially when you're away from home against them uh, and then the Leinster Stad game the ticket sales going well very well for this one apparently Stad certainly at the bottom end of the tier Leinster at the top end of the tier you'd, you'd imagine this will be a bit of a one-sided game and then Ulster to lose is an interesting game as well so plenty of interest from an Irish perspective this weekend Absolutely um, The snooker's underway and uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan yeah, he's uh, he's through to the semi-finals, uh, scraping through to the semi-finals. Not on a scoreline perspective, beating Barry Hawkins six three, but certainly his performance wasn't great yesterday. He started giving out after the match as well about the Alexandra Palace location. He said, uh, "It's cold, it's damp. I have to walk past bins. I walked past the media room, and there was uh, spare food lying all over the place." So wasn't happy after that match yesterday. He mm-hmm. played Sean Murphy in the semi-finals, uh, which is going to be a fascinating tie tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Sean Murphy, Murphy, of course, based in, in Dublin. And two cracking quarterfinals today. Mark Selby against Mark Allen this evening uh, from 7 o'clock. And this afternoon, you've got Judd Trump against Ali Carter. So plenty of uh, interest in London. Uh, now, uh, Rory McIlroy at the Dubai Invitational went off with a streak yesterday. He did. Uh, not so much of a streak in his second round uh, today, Pat. So far this morning, he's won over through 10 holes for his second round to sit on eight under par for the tournament. That's uh, enough for a share of the lead still with Jordan Smith and Jeff Winter. Although those two players are five under for today through 14 holes. So they are really on, on a hot streak. Rory McIlroy hanging in there just ahead of Thorbjorn uh, Ollison and Yannick Paul, who are shot behind. But uh, yeah, not a great as great a second day as a first day, but yeah, still tied for the lead. Now, let's talk Premier League and uh, we've got a, a one interesting tie at least. Uh, we've got uh, Man United versus Tottenham and mm. the, the, the new 25% owner will be looking on. He will. Jim Ratcliffe will certainly be, be looking at this one. The, yeah, the Premier League this weekend is inter- less games than usual. You have Burnley, Luton Town tonight. You have the, tomorrow the, the early game, Chelsea, Fulham, and the late game, Newcastle, Man City, which is a bit, of, a bit interesting. But as you mentioned, Sunday is where it's at. Everton, Aston Villa at 2 o'clock. But that United game uh, at Old Trafford, I mean, result is so key, especially with Jim Ratcliffe watching and all the positive tip positivity seems to be coming out of these conversations that Eric Ten Hag has said. But of course, you're going to get that. Uh, listen yeah, and, to- and every day, there's another story about Manchester United uh, 
you know, most of them are negative. Uh, getting rid of Sancho, is that a negative or a positive? I, think I mean, it's on loan and it's it's only getting them, what, four mil and uh, he's off the wage bill. Yeah. But they paid 81 for him or something. It's, it's, it's one of the, you could say it's one of the worst signings in Manchester United's last 10 years since the Ferguson era ended. And there's been some absolute shockers in there, Angel Di Maria and Radamel Falcao and others. Uh, but certainly the Sancho experiment did not work. He came with such high pro- prospects from Borussia Dortmund, uh, had a couple of decent showings for United, but then the attitude problems seemed to creep in. His relationship with Eric Ten Hag, where he was banished basically from training, and even the uh, the, uh, the the canteen, he couldn't eat with the first team players. And he's mm-hmm. a lot of friends in that dressing room, Jaden Sancho, uh, and some people seem to think that could co- could have caused a bit of tension with Ten Hag and some of the other players. So, in other words, get rid of him if he's a turbulent priest in the dressing room get rid of him exactly and Gareth Southgate seems to have similar opinions he hasn't been seen in an England squad and I don't think will be for a long time unless he starts banging in the goals for Borussia Dortmund but I think the wilderness for Sancho at least from his perspective I mean even the social media posts I'm home was the was the release from him yesterday so a bright start for him but United need to get him off the bill yeah. completely and still um, sell him How about that Sunday game Everton-Aston Villa I mean I, I wouldn't like to call that one No I wouldn't like to call it Aston Villa certainly a team in form and uh, their title charge, if you want to call it that, hasn't ended quite yet. We're st- I mean, it's into January and we're still talking about Aston Villa as potential, unlikely but potential title challengers. Uh, but going to Everton and Sean Dyche, uh, not an easy one, especially at Goodison Park and Seamus Coleman back in the back in the Everton team as well. So really looking forward to Sunday's two games. Pat. And if the footballing uh, gods are saying this year it's Liverpool's year, <laughs> they're involved in four competitions still. Yeah, and Mo Salah could, could miss the next six games if, if Egypt are to make it all the way in the African Cup of Nations. So from a Liverpool fan's perspective, Although they didn't suffer too badly when Salah left for the Cup of Nations last year, although uh, you know if they keep up the performances that they're that they're currently playing, that they'll be, they'll be just fine over the next five or six games, I think. All right. Well, uh, you know the new year in sport is just beginning to crank up, isn't it? Exactly. You've got the GEA as well. You've, you've got the intermediate and, and junior uh, club finals in the football and hurling this weekend in Croke Park. Double headers both days. So really looking forward to the weekend's action. Very good. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. On News Talk.